It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. Interior designer Libby Langdon is the author of Small Space Solutions and a frequent guest on The Rachel Ray Show. She offers her innovative and inexpensive design ideas to help small space dwellers live large. Libby often pops up to be makeovers on shows such as The View and The Early Show, and her designs have been featured on magazine covers of Hampton Cottages and Gardens, New England Home, and Decorating Spaces. She's designing and developing various products for the home under her Libby Langdon Solutions line, and she splits her time between New York and Sag Harbor and here today on Amy's Table. Hi, Libby. How are you? Hey, Amy. I'm great. How are you? Well, good. You know what? You are such an inspiration. And I have to say, I saw the the piece on the Rachel Ray show about that teeny, 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 tiny apartment (laughs) in New York, 105 square feet. And I can't believe what you did for that girl. It was an incredible challenge, I have to admit. That was the smallest space I've ever made over. But what was fascinating is how much stuff she actually had in that tiny place. I know she had like 30 pairs of shoes, which really pretty much took up half of the spot. But Exactly. But you have to walk in and any space, any small space that you're dealing with, you must have kind of a mental checklist about, you know, where to grab the space. And, and what are some of your top ideas there? Definitely. I would say the best place to grab space where people waste space in small areas is they don't think vertically. You need to use your space going all the way up to the ceiling. So often people have bookshelves and wall units and cabinetry. And it stops just short of going all the way up to the ceiling. And you miss so much storage that way. Also in a small space, visually, when you can have something go all the way up to the ceiling, it draws your eye upward. It makes the ceiling seem higher and your room feel bigger. So go think vertically. That's the very first thing in small spaces. Well, and you know, even though we can't actually physically increase the size of the space, as you say, visually, it feels bigger because you go up. You also have more space to use if you use the walls. But what about color and light? They can pull some tricks on small spaces, too, can't they? Absolutely. So often people are scared to death to put color on their walls, especially a dark color if they're in a small space. But what I tell people is paint just one wall a rich, dark color and paint the other three walls sort of a light tan or a cream. What that does is visually that one dark wall actually recedes and it can make your space feel bigger, but it also adds some visual interest. And if you are in a small space, don't torture yourself and say, oh, I need to keep all the walls white because it's going to look bigger. Add a little personality, add a little fun, and and you're going to walk in and really love the space that you're in. So that I would say adding color is really important. And mirrors are a great tool in a small space. You really need to bring as much light in as possible. And if you can position a mirror on a wall directly opposite a window, that reflects all that natural light during the day, and it really can open up the look of your space. Oh, I think those are such great ideas. Well, truly, that one example, if you want to see it, go to LibbyLangdon.com and, and click this. It's 105 square feet, and it's just amazing what she does with this girl's apartment because <laughs> it just feels more fun, too. Well, that's one more question on small, small spaces. You can use pattern in a small space, too, can't you? And that's just oh, fun. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Don't be afraid afraid of pattern. 
I wouldn't say cover an entire sofa with it, but smaller chairs, ottomans, a bench here or there, um, a drape, anything like that that's a smaller item, definitely bring in some pattern. It's going to visually just really add some spice to your space. Yeah, I agree. Well, you know, Libby, sometimes on my show we talk about the idea of spend or scrimp. And one example is maybe you can scrimp on mascara, but you need to spend on your foundation. Does some of those same kind of rules apply to the furniture choices we make? Definitely. In a, in a space, when you're trying to work on a budget, there are some things that you should spend a little bit more money on, like sofas, chairs, a great bed. Those are the important things. That's where you're really, you know, going to be spending your time. But smaller items like side tables or coffee tables or, you know, dining room chairs, things like that you really don't need to spend money on. Those are sort of your supporting characters in in the movie of your room. So there, and definitely accessories, things like that. There's so many great home stores out there now where you can find wonderful lamps and and shelves. And, you know, you just don't have to spend a lot of money on those kinds of items. And they can, refreshing them can make you feel good. And you, if you haven't invested your life savings in them, you feel better about getting rid of them, too. Well, exactly. obviously, clutter can make any space, no matter how large, feel smaller. And so, obviously, it also creates a less than peaceful environment. And and what are some ways to make a, a room or a home look and feel serene? It's Clutter is really the biggest, you know, space hog for your brain and for your space. It, it stops us from moving forward, and, and we feel like our home is running us and we're not running our home. So I do encourage people Go through, start to clear things out, but don't put the pressure on yourself to get rid of it all in one day. Um, target different areas. Do your closet one week. Then next week, tackle your desk. Then the next week, you know, tackle that junk drawer in the kitchen. But what will happen is little bit by little bit, you start getting rid of things, and it feels so good. It's really contagious. Yeah. But I, you know, I think it's important, too, that if you have – side tables, bookshelves, coffee tables, things like that. You really don't want lots of objects on those things. That's what gives a space a feeling of clutter. Um, if you have bookshelves, you have things like that, get stuff up on the wall. Get it off of your surfaces, and that's going to give you a more peaceful serene feeling when you walk into a space. But, you know, the the mug that your kid got in Disneyland when they were five, <laughs> you don't need to keep it. You can let it go. You'll never forget the trip. The mug can go. That's right. Take a picture of the mug and put it in their photo album. <laughs> exactly. I know. Exactly. I, I recently got really quite stern with myself on some of that with my kids' stuff that's stacked up through the years. And I've got to say, at first, it's painful. Every little piece you try and get rid of but then it snowballs and you're just like bing out of here <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's not doing something that's out of here exactly if you're just joining us we're speaking with libby langdon about some great interior design tips and you know i keep talking libby to people about cooking and eating seasonally and i think the same can hold true for your decor is there a way for us to add a little seasonal flair to our homes without breaking the bank 
Absolutely. Accessories, things like drapes. Um, you know, in the, I love in the summer to have wonderful sort of light, airy linen drapes. In the, in the winter, it's fun to change them out and put some velvet drapes up. Um, I think also in a bedroom, I love to hang drapes behind my bed. I'll hang drapes all the way up to the ceiling behind the bed. It gives a really luxurious feel, and that's a great way. In the spring or the summer, you can put a nice floral or, you know, a soft sort of textured, lightweight fabric. And then in the winter, you could do something a little richer. Um, I also think that greenery, things like that in the spring, you know, cut, cut some branches and things out of your yard, tall twigs, tall things like that that are sprouting green. That really is great. And rugs also, rugs are really important. Sometimes in the summer, people like to roll up their rugs and, and just have a sort of breezier, lighter feel. And then in the winter, you really do want that comfy, cozy feel of a rug. So, and color is important when you're designing seasonally. Obviously, spring, summer, we want light, we want color, we want fun. And then in the winter, you can bring in some darker, richer, you know, more textural accessories and things like that. Those are great ideas. Well, of course, you do commercial, residential, you do stuff on television, in your books, magazines. But is there maybe like one favorite thing you walk into a space and do you find yourself most frequently doing one thing that makes a huge impact on a room? I, I honestly would say paint. Painting a room makes the biggest difference. And a lot of times I can go into someone's house and they have tan walls, they have a tan rug, they have a tan sofa. But you know what, Amy? You paint that wall that that boring tan sofa is on, paint it a great color. All of a sudden, the sofa looks new, the rug looks new. You're, it's just a, the easiest, fastest, and least expensive way to infuse some style into a room. So paint is definitely my first go-to. And again, you don't have to paint all your walls. You could just choose one accent wall to paint a really great color. Um, but yeah, I would say paint is the most important tool. I also love to paint furniture. I encourage people, if you have some old, you know, oak wall unit you've had since college that you hate, paint it. Oh, it's, that is the best and least expensive way to freshen up furniture. If you want sort of a shabby chic or a beach look, you could paint it white. If you want a sleeker, more contemporary look, you could paint it black. So paint is the best tool. Use it on your walls and and use it as a tool to freshen up old furniture. I love it. Those are great ideas. Well, you can find a lot more of Libby's ideas and more about Libby herself at LibbyLangdon.com. But I'm going to put Libby's tips on Amy'sTable.com. Libby, thank you so much. I'm going home and grabbing a paintbrush. All right. You go get them, Amy. Thanks, Libby. Stick around for another helping from Amy's Table on Q102. Q. It's Amy's Table with Amy Tolman. Yeah. Q102. With Black Friday savings at the Home Depot, you can get top brand laundry sets with the latest tech to tackle any mess you might face this holiday, like automatic fabric and load size detection for spills of any size, from cookies and milk on your favorite holiday sweater to the toddler of the house discovering just how fun cranberry sauce can be. (laughs) 
Make more magic this holiday season. Let your new appliances handle the mess. Shop Black Friday savings and get up to 30% off, plus instantly save up to $750 on select LG laundry sets at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Offer valid November 2nd through 30th. U.S. only. See store or online for details. Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. It's our ultimate Sleep Number event. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed plus special financing, only for a limited time. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details.